I have a very visceral memory. When we first started, uh, Erica was buying something off of Craigslist, and we had to drive like an hour to pick this thing up. And I made her listen to like ep, I don't know, five or something. And I remember a very silent car ride <laughs> for the whole time. And I was just like laughing at all of her goofs. And I was like, isn't this fucking great? And we got to the end and I was like, what do you think? And she goes, well, uh, <laughs> I'm happy that you're <laughs> like, happy. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was just like, sounds like you guys had a fun time. <laughs> I was like, oh, my okay. God. Oh, <laughs> Brutal. And then the ride home, me just being like, have I ever been funny in my life? Is it like, do do we just think we're funny and we're not even close? Yeah. We're funny. Wow. That's a brutal cold open right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Rough stuff. Oh, boy. Uh. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey everybody, waking back. Crunch. Yeah, <laughs> Fart Fuck. sound. That stays in. That's 196. In. That's the first. That's the first one that has ever flubbed. Yeah. Wow. wow. I can't believe I flubbed the intro. I'm such a fucking pro. I pride myself <laughs> on one take. Like. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome Seth, back to faking movies. I'm Seth. Seth, should we should we kick Lee off the podcast? Oh, I mean, I don't know why you haven't. Yeah. If I'm being honest, like I'm a I, I don't know that host. we have the power to do that i don't i don't know what our bio you could just not tell me when we're recording or like keep making Uh, the show and then also record episodes without me and those are the ones that we release oh good god so we shouldn't tell you about our secret patreon that we've been doing for three years (laughs) (laughs) sweet sweet patreon donors yeah Mm. um (laughs) seth i'm just noticing uh that on the um the video chat uh, server we use, uh, your screen name right now mm-hmm. um, is Parm Sylvania. <laughs> fucking... <laughs> it's the best kind of nonsense. Yeah. It's really Parm good. Sylvania. Yeah. That's my alter ego now. God, I love it. I'm the. So are I'm... Parm Sylvania and, and Vic Vasilino going to go make reservations together somewhere? Or... Parm, Parm Sylvania, <laughs> Sylvania is the opposite of Sean Penn. That was a fucking healthy oh, goof you had this Right. Week, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Ooh, that yeah. I guess I should be part of Thanks. Thanks, anonymous person on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this is episode 196. Um, and make sure to check out our Twitter because Marielle does work very hard. And spoiler for later in the episode, she's going to be dropping by very soon. Um, whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Very excited for that. Yeah. Um, so, everybody, welcome Marielle. Oh, wait, that's next week. Not that soon. <laughs> Seth, not that soon. <laughs> later. Sooner. Oh, sorry. Yeah, later, sorry. yeah, a little later in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So as you guys know, uh, I'm on vacation right now. So yeah. uh, You are living your absolute truth life. It is. Yeah. Uh, you're really leaning into I'm, it. It's, I'm jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm quite jealous. I, I, I mean, like, I'll put it this way. Uh, I was off work for the pandemic a few few months ago. And uh, and then my company was like, everything's safe. And the world was like, no, it's not. And they're like, don't look at that. And uh, I mentioned last week, I think, on the show that I've just been like burned to the point of it doesn't even scare me anymore. And it should. So yeah. I got 10 days off, baby. And I am going to fucking stay inside and live my life. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Ooh. 10 days is fucking healthy too oh yeah, yeah. That is, that's a good one i haven't had yeah. 10 i'm gonna be in such good shape like my my shoulder won't burn all the time anymore mm. and like yeah it'll yep. be great why do you keep setting it on great. fire then um just to keep warm just to feel you know? something yeah, yeah. Oh, no. to feel that alive. One's, yeah. That one's better, for sure yeah. better. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah. I haven't had 10 so days off things... in a row since I was in New Zealand. Jesus. There, yeah, you <laughs> should do that. You should definitely do that again. Yeah, I should. <sighs> Permanently, mm-hmm. and then invite us. Yeah, so we yeah. can start mm-hmm. our, our secret Mezcal uh, uh, yeah. 
system. Why does it have to be we, secret? Wouldn't we want it to be public knowledge so we could, you know, <laughs> no, live off of secret that? would be in keeping with our general brand. Yeah, and also yeah. it's it's really hard to get plants approved into New Zealand. Uh, so, mm. oh right, I but forgot about that part. They, there might so, already be agave there, but I if if there isn't, then it's going to be impossible. In fact, to start. I was going to say. Is, was the plan to like plant a bunch and then just be like, "Oh my god, look at all this fucking agave! How did this, Where get did here? this come I mean, from? it's clearly been I guess here we're for starting like a twenty business. years, so like we might as yeah. well leave it. Well, I, yeah. I, 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 I guess we should um, harvest it, baby. We should probably mm-hmm. make delicious beverages out of this. I mean, what Someone else would one do? Someone get me a bunch of chickens that we could let cook in the steam of the still. And, uh... <laughs> Yep. Mm, tastes like stone fruit. Um, <laughs> this is not legally admissible, this conversation we're having right no. now. Right? <laughs> I mean, I international we, I waters or something. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. Pirate radio. We're doing pirate radio. Yeah, that's, that's it. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, uh, so I'm, I'm day one of, of this of this long stretch of not working. And uh, the first thing I did for myself uh, was uh, I, I worked on my Michael Caine. And I'm not going to do it on the show <laughs> because that's tacky um but i don't know if i've ever told you guys this i realize that when i do a michael caine impression it just sounds like if michael caine were crying while (laughs) delivering famous lines (laughs) oh no but i I found out that that if i want to like up the realism what i have to do is put a couple segments of clementine in my mouth while doing the impression oh really and then i get a little treat (laughs) jowl it up yeah okay yeah Yeah. so the listeners at home uh, eat clementines while doing your Michael Caine impressions. That's a very useful hot tip. Yeah, right there. that's because yeah. um... <laughs> it's good. It's good for scurvy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good for impressions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good for morale because well, who doesn't love a clementine? <laughs> I mean, unless it's a dry one, and then it's really bad for morale. But yeah, like... those 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 do make me viscerally upset. I had a I made some smoothies last week with clementines and they had so many seeds in them and I was like I don't remember these having seeds. Isn't mm. the whole point you just like pop them? I don't, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean they sometimes have some seeds in them. I guess. Well, now I'm going to grow clementine trees so I'm pretty fucking jazzed Yeah, about in that, so. in your in your uh climate uh, mm. latitudinal band mm-hmm. that's uh that's going to work out really well for you, I think. You jest, but I have uh seven grapefruit trees four lemon trees and i think three nectarine trees right now so who are you the kingston trio fucking lemon trees what no i just it, like two years ago i realized that oh shit peter paul and mary yeah God, you're right you <laughs> fucked it you fucked it <laughs> no i had a revelation at the grocery store one time and i was just like i they keep selling this shit to me but i could just do it myself like getting fucking ripped off here uh how how old are these trees uh the grapefruits are about a year they're a good four to five inches tall yeah, I you're think. probably yeah, so. not gonna get any fruit off of them for another it's... five six seven ten as, as lee mentioned i am in zone mm-hmm. not good so yeah, yeah you're you're uh, like yeah. i i don't even know like a zone nine or some shit i, I think it's like a six or a seven <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad as but, you, know, you all in fun a, as you are uh, the closest thing to a rich person in my life. Yeah, um, me too. Like, <laughs> there's a very good possibility that you will uh, grow out of your home and move into somewhere else before those ever bear fruit. That's possible. They're yeah. not planted outside, though, so, like, it's fine. No. I was oh. actually thinking about bonsaiing them because they are effectively doing that thing right now. So yeah, why not just the, keep it The thing with there. grapefruit, though, is it's such broad leaves. Grapefruit, like so, clementines will probably have decent leaves. But um, anyway, this is this is nothing. Why don't we talk about a movie? (laughs) Honestly, I I was gonna point out. I feel like this conversation has more mass appeal than anything we've ever done on the show. It's like, hey, here's some legitimate gardening uh, tips. Yeah. So if you're going to bonsai a tree, you definitely want it to have (laughs) small leaves. So a key lime is a good choice. Um, oh, yeah. uh, Calamondin orange is a really nice choice, also in that regard. Whoa, um, that sounds quite exotic. Okay. Yeah, I had a variegated calamondin, but it died. Uh, it got sunburnt in my terrible climate. I take it mm. back. I'm not interested anymore mm. in this gardening <laughs> chat. So <laughs> anyway, it's not. It's not enough about me. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey Lee, what's your favorite citrus fruit? Ooh, um. 
I like a white grapefruit for breakfast every once in a while. Mm. Ooh, the the less appealing grapefruit. Interesting choice. <laughs> oh, uh, I strong disagree there. And I do like to keep some juiced white grapefruit in the house for uh, for making some navy grogs every mm. once in a while. Uh, yep, Richard Nixon's yep, yep. favorite drink. Interesting. Ooh, I well, yeah. He like... apparently would. Uh, <laughs> He would apparently skip out of the White House in the middle of the night and go to the Trader Joe's. Uh, that was Trader Vic's. <laughs> Trader sorry. Vic's, yeah. That was yes, huh? Go to the Trader Vic's that was in like the Marriott lobby mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of the night. Oh. And be like, oh, give me another Navy grog. I need another Navy grog now. You know, I was in the Navy during World War II. <laughs> I had a desk job. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I like Australian finger limes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Because they're fucked up someone... and they're super weird, and I have one and it keeps stabbing me. Yeah, I saw somebody actually use that in an Australian um, fishing video recently, and I was like, oh, they do exist outside of Seth. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, Seth did not create them. <laughs> you never I know. I know he that. refers to it as his son, but <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Fifth Seth is a, is a, is a Persian-Mexican uh, lime hybrid. Oh, Ooh, neat. Shit. Yeah, okay. he's so, you know, he's almost like Charlie Sheen, but not quite. Uh, <laughs> I don't love that joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, me neither. Dear. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I meant Martin Sheen anyway. Jesus. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. That somehow makes it less objectionable. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Good God. Uh, all right, I've got a movie. Where he this had week. no more world to conquer. <laughs> Good. <Yes. laughs> Should, Good. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about that? Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Seth did me dirty again. So I'm doing Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, I did do you dirty. Yeah, yeah you, you sent Skrillex. quite the cast list. Yeah. yeah. You're you're really chopping screwed yeah, this one. Uh-huh. It's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go All ahead. Right, here we go. Y'all have like five minutes you want to waste on this shit? All right. <laughs> Um, okay. I mean, if someone's have... listening to this show, they're wasting way more than five mm-hmm. minutes on a weekly basis. Oh, mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 and they don't even get to participate like us. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm some, sometimes some people do. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, we have Brian Dennehy. Parentheses go. <sighs> Fuck you! Even told me how to say mm-hmm, this. I did. Irish accent. Go along down to Killarney Way. <laughs> oh no no! See, it's it's Brian Dennehy go down the long Killarney Way. Brian Dennehy, hoity toity toity. Oh God, I am not gonna join in. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy that. Because <laughs> it sounds yeah. like didn't he? Oh, I, didn't he go oh, along down? That's what I didn't realize. That's what you were going. That for. was the. Joke. I thought you were just nope. goofing. Yeah, nope. I don't, okay. All right. A, well, it, it was a very it funny joke. Great job, yeah. bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I believe you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, uh, next up, we have Maria Bello. This is a nested parentheses. Stick with me. <laughs> parentheses. More like Bell. Parentheses. In French. Close parentheses. Am I right? Close parentheses. Yeah. Because <laughs> it means beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get Doesn't it. Bello yeah. just mean beautiful in Italian, though? Couldn't you have just... Yes. <laughs> okay really doing it all right Jesus um this one's nice and short and i like it um although you missed the obvious goof but we'll get to that later uh johnny the zamo leguizamo <laughs> <laughs> as in johnny legs he didn't do johnny legs johnny legs yeah, yeah that's yeah, pants, yeah. Johnny i legs, had yeah. actually written out johnny legs first and then was like no 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 that's too uh, mundane yeah, mm-hmm. way to be original. That's, that's it's fair. classic. Yeah. You, you're 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 an iconoclast. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Lawrence, parentheses, Livermore National Labs, Fishburn. It's a national lab. I don't get it's that. a national lab. <laughs> there's Lawrence Livermore National Lab. There's Sandia National Lab. There's I'm familiar with Sandia. Ar- Argonne yes. East, Argonne West. Except it's now called sure. Idaho National Lab. I think. Um, Hmm. Uh, 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 Oak Ridge. Uh, I know that well, one. Famously. Stony Brook. Uh, I know that one. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, okay. are we just gonna play this game where I, where we say which national labs we are we were already familiar <laughs> with? Uh, yeah. It's good content. I yeah. Think. yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah, and <laughs> rounding us out, uh, Tony, not actually a Tony Award winner, Burton. Mm-hmm. 
Now, so. as, as is custom, I'm going to ask you just to quickly run through those people's names sans Seth involvement. Yeah. Mercifully, Seth also always sends me yeah, the yeah. non-fucked up list yeah. as well, which is quite nice. Yeah. Uh, so we have Brian Dennehy, Maria Bello, John Leguizamo, Lawrence Fishburne, and Tony Burton. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. the whole gang. Yeah. Um, okay. So this week I am doing a thing that none of us wanted and we all talked about. It's, that's right, a pandemic movie. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> Didn't you do a pandemic movie like a couple months ago? Oh, maybe yeah. I, I also thought Shit. you were going to do it. A- oh, you did that really interesting one about like a disease where the only cure is to have sex with somebody. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, I guess that counts. This one's more like actual our pandemic like i see, times see i'm now also thinking about the national lampoons parody of your really good movie idea from a few months ago and it's <laughs> just van wilder mm-hmm. but with a disease oh, yes. <laughs> yeah different diseases than what Let's i'm sure say... was implied in van wilder yeah ryan reynolds fucks everybody i mm-hmm. funny times i feel like these days a lot of people would be in for that but... yeah it's true but back yeah. then no way um, mm-hmm. Also, I just assumed the obvious thing would be a porno parody. Oh, we have done yeah. a lot of those. Ass, yeah. Asshalt on Precinct 13. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. You had mentioned that earlier today. <laughs> yeah. You had. You had. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's quite good. Um, I don't know. Porno parodies are tough because, like, what do you do? How do you yeah. How do you fill the time? Yeah. Well, with full yeah. insertion. Oh, yeah. Just over and over. Yeah, you again. really. Are... You round out that running time pretty quickly there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Fair enough. <laughs> also, I guess a porno parody, that's got to be like a hot 54 minutes, right? Like, no porno parodies are cresting an hour. I would uh, except for the, the, <laughs> the famously the, the Pirates one. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. My... And there's, that, uh, there's the R-rated version, too, that they also made so they could, like, release it, have put it in, in Blockbusters so people would rent it from Blockbuster. Yeah, mistakenly. Why? Yeah. Mistakenly. Uh, A porno parody without the porno seems completely useless. Why? Because, <laughs> like, it has... It had like production values that rivaled a really cheap TV show. Mm-hmm. I and I have it was... seen it. My my wife owns a copy on DVD. Inexplicably, there's I, a weird yeah. There was yeah. a weird period there in the mid early two thousands where like people were like, yeah, I gotta get my hands on this. It's like, and then all the like gross boys in the audience were like, yeah, this is the only porno I've ever seen. I, like, <laughs> what a what a funny thing to watch, huh? Yeah. Right, everybody. This is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was in college, um, so. That that conversation well, like, checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like so, Blockbuster famously wouldn't rent pornos. Like they didn't have an adult section. So I wonder yeah, if it yeah. was just like we need to corner every aspect of the market while this thing is a big cultural mm-hmm. thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Phenomenon. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So what did you um, do with your pandemic movie? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. It's not terribly long this week. Uh, generational politics have gotten so it's so... not a porno then. Not terribly long. <laughs> no, that would be a porno, as discussed. Yeah, yeah. But it is terribly um, thick with, with three. Behold the terrible length of this. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, generational politics have gotten so stratified that eventually society is split up into age groups geographically just to keep the peace. Uh. There are various precincts uh, split up uh, essentially by decade. So all the boomers born in the 40s live in precinct 6. All the 70s generation lives in precinct 9. And all the 2010s live in precinct 13, the fledgling generation. Um, So our uh, older group, of course, focuses on uh, Brian and Tony. Uh, Makes sense. Yep. Um, a, a kind of unlikely pair as, uh, Brian is a surly old Irish bastard and Tony seems to be the like jovial, carefree kind of, uh, old person, but they're best buds, mm-hmm. you know, opposite track kind of thing. Yeah. That, isn't that like, that just feels like a, a movie thing too, though, where it's just, it, it's just old dudes who maybe just barely knew each other realize I maybe need a roommate now. My yeah. wife is dead. Like. <laughs> Or just, I don't share any interests uh, with anyone except for people that are as old as me. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure are. that's the premise mm-hmm. of Secondhand Lions. 
Oh. I don't actually know. I've never seen it. I I remember the existence of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I seem to remember a friend of the show, Kurt, really liking it. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so Maria Johnny Legs uh, with a Z and mm-hmm. uh, Larry Fishburne, as he will henceforth be known, Ugh. are our younger he, generation. He was credited that way at different points during his career. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, very early was, on. Was there was, another SAG person named Lawrence Fishburne, maybe? I don't know. It was when he was pretty young, so I, mm. maybe that's just what he went by. Yeah. And sure. Yeah. That's a common nickname, I think, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're playing our younger generation, um, but it's, in this world, I guess they're playing quite a bit younger than they actually are in real life, but, like, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's fine. Um, so tensions grow uh, in this. I assume we're in a pandemic much like we actually are right now. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like shit's popping off. Um, the older generation seems to think that during this new global pandemic, the younger generation is going to see them as dead weight, uh, which creates a problem for them. Of course, like they're not useful. Like, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, frankly, uh, they're just right. Uh, downright tired of all the younger generations quote woke politics uh and they want to <gasps> hit reset on society to get back to the halcyon family values oriented society that never really existed and everybody thinks did yeah when you could mm-hmm. beat your wife with no consequences yeah yeah sounds a lot like real life huh mm. but here we are uh okay so our youngs are just trying to like get through the seeming end of the world minding their own shit while the olds are scheming against them because, again, they think they're going to be, like, wiped off the earth or something. Um, So the wrench in the works is that they're, of course, not supposed to mix physically. That's, like, the whole point behind the districts, or the precincts, rather, um, to keep everybody separate and, you know, keep the peace, essentially, in a societal Mm -hmm. way. Um, So the olds devise this convoluted Trojan horse plan uh, to try to sneak in with a transport of vaccines or PPE or whatever, Um, because of course the olds are the ones that hoard all of that kind of stuff and then dole it out to everyone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're in a unique position of power to do this thing. Um, so we will skip the middle bits, uh, but suffice it to say, there's some (laughs) very tense, like hunger games, precinct 13. Mm -hmm. I was Um, going to say at the end, I had a forward summary for you, which was hunger games, the documentary. Mm. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's a little too real to be comfortable for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, so, yeah, skipping the middle bits, very tense. Uh, at the end, the olds are, of course, defeated, um, outsmarted by the youngs that they have, have underestimated, naturally. Um, uh, the I, I want to say that, like, the way they win is, like, really heavy-handed, so... Our heroes use some combination of, like, Siri and Apple Pay and, like, the Obamacare website, which are all things that old people just, like, <laughs> cannot understand in any no capacity. No matter what. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They just throw up their hands and are like, oh, it's black magic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm just going to die. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so. Although uh, I will say, my, my parents fucking love Siri. Oh, Yeah. I mean, if you can get it to work, it's... I mean, they don't. They don't get it to work, but they just plug away at it. Is this something that you guys have noticed with your parents? I just... I don't think so. But, I mean, it is... Like, they grew up in a a generation where, like, the Jetsons is effectively where we're living right Mm -hmm. now. So they're just like, what is this magic? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Siri, baby, tell me why old people love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Siri, baby, why does my hip hurt when it rains? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's very real for me. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. It's mostly uh, my knees, but yeah. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, okay, so the olds have lost. As punishment, uh, the entirety of Precinct 6, with all of the olds, is effectively exiled and cut off from the collective politics and shared benefits of the you rest know, of society. New organized yeah. society. Okay. Yeah. Um, so initially they see this as a victory because this sort of autonomy is exactly the thing that they wanted in the first oh, place. Oh, they're pulling a real Texas, aren't they? Kinda, yeah. Like, who could have mm. seen this coming? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they come to realize that complaining about and to the youngs is effectively their lifeblood. Existence no longer has any joy uh, when one has to confront and take responsibility for their own problems. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Mm. That's it. 
Okay, yeah, I like I like that. Oh, it's the end of the movie. I like okay, that yeah, bummer like that. ending. That's the whole jam. Yeah, <laughs> it's just them sitting around being like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. now it everything was we our do fault." Yeah, yeah, we did the whole thing the whole time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, it was Earth yep. all along. <laughs> kind of. Oh yeah, we could figure out a way to make a, a Planet of the Apes Planet of the Apes style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like that. that. That's mm-hmm. good. That's gonna get you an extra <laughs> half a point, Zach. So mm-hmm. thanks, Great. Seth. Yep. Th- yeah, thank you, Seth, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking up my delta. God. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, what's this other jam about? I think I know. Precinct has a pretty obvious connotation. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we and you had mentioned this last week, where there's only yeah. so many things this could be about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, should I give you the IMDb one sentence summary? Yes, please. Okay. So, uh, this is a 1976 film. Okay. Um, an unlikely partnership between a highway patrol officer, two criminals, and a station secretary is formed to defend a defunct Los Angeles precinct office against a siege by bloodthirsty street gang. Yeah, that's the obvious thing. Hold so, on. 76? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This, we Maria Bello and John Leguizamo, like, we need seven to, when this movie came out? We need to come clean. Yeah. We need to come clean. Okay. So we had mentioned we had mentioned that there's a remake. Uh, we talked yeah. about the remake up top remake, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The that's thing about, we wanted to actually talk about the original because it's the one that people actually love and still think about. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the cast is so not famous that we... <laughs> We kind of combined cast. You cross the streams, it. okay? Yeah, okay. right. Just, yeah, yeah. just to give you something to work with, uh, Tony, uh, Tony, what, Tony Burton. Tony Burton, was? correct. Yep. yep. Tony Burton is from the original. Mm-hmm. He's he's okay. maybe the main character. Well, mm. he's one of the main characters. He's, well, he's, he's the, the only one, the one from the original. Yeah. Oh shit! The I mean, rest Brian of the is like yeah. older than hell, so I figured he might be. But yeah, okay. I mean, I the, I, the, I don't think you would recognize the other actors uh, from the original: Austin Stoker, Darwin sure. Jostin, Laurie Zimmer, Martin West, Charles Cyphers. Nope. Like, <laughs> no, I think uh, Stoker uh, plays uh, in the movie Major League the um, the like general manager of the Cleveland Indians, who's like. Has to begrudgingly work for the new owner who wants them to lose, and then comes clean to the um, team later in the movie. He's that guy, mm-hmm. like okay, real, okay. like buzz cut, like clean cut looking guy. Um, kind That's of beefy still dad. Pretty yeah. niche though. Yeah, I would. Yeah, not have. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, this, yeah. and we we figured if you looked up many of these people, you would probably just get results for the original. Yeah, Seth yeah. pointed that yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Right. Okay. I mean, um, I, the, uh, I love a Maria Bello. I love a Johnny Lawrence. Oh, you're a big Prime course, Suspect so. remake fan? You're watching that Maria? Also NCIS. I mean, mm, come on. Oh, I didn't yeah. know she was in that. Yeah, yeah she sure is. Um, <laughs> the main person that we didn't give you from the remake cast is uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, okay. because we thought it... Because that would have been too obvious. Might, yeah, show our hand yeah. a little too much. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Uh. Yeah, so... But, there's there's another couple of things that are kind of important here. Um, this this movie. There's some context mm-hmm. to make it a little. It, this was like an ultimate like independent movie mm-hmm. that has had like legs oh. over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Weird. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it ha- it was written and directed by the same man. Mm-hmm. I and edited. And, 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 and you edited. notice you notice I've been smiling for thirty seconds. I fucking you absolute pieces of shit. <laughs> so Zach, the the writer, director, and editor uh, also um, composed the music. Also, he did. <laughs> Who do you think is that it? My, it's Danny Elfman. Surely it's Danny Elfman. Yeah. Oh, be the lead singer Danny. of the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo. It's not him. Mm, um, huh. Yeah. Who else uh-huh. could it possibly? Well, here, let me let me emulate <laughs> some of the score for you. Oh, a lot of synth. Very ethereal, very Moog. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, it's probably goddamn John Carpenter's. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to hear you say yeah. it. Sure was. Uh, sure was. Wow. You got another. Why did I not see this coming originally? You got another Johnny Carps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I love you. We, and I hate you. <laughs> we saw that. We saw that it was going to be streaming on uh, on HBO mm-hmm. Max uh, ah. starting March first, and I asked Seth, "It's like, should we should we blast him with the salt of <laughs> <laughs> It's only been a month, so yeah, why not? 
I didn't know how long this one would be around for us to, yeah. to, sure, to sure. easily watch. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is a, right. this is a Johnny Carps movie. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, he did. A, I was going to say this feels off brand for him, but uh, like escape movies and all of that. Like mm-hmm. I guess in this time period, this was kind of his. Yeah, jam, and this maybe. still this this is like it's grounded, but it still has some like crazy ass bullshit going on. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like a it's, murder cult. Sort Ooh. of. <laughs> This is his his first uh well it's it's his first like non self-financed movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um and mm-hmm. the financing he got for it was basically like no. oh. he did a an ind- a student film more or less which I've seen yeah. uh which I don't think we'll ever do on the show cuz it would be impossible <laughs> to to right. disguise it from you. <laughs> yeah. Um but I still won't name it just in mm-hmm. case. Um yeah, of course. So uh-huh. Uh, the yeah. budget for this was a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Right. Holy shit! This so is a some... very famous movie for having costed one hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So wow. so like he made this student film, and then like these like non Hollywood f- people who were like wanted to produce a movie like got in touch with them, and they're like, "Do you have any ideas?" And uh, so this is essentially a a loose reinterpretation of the John Wayne movie Rio Bravo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um. And he was like, yeah, I want to make a Western. And they were like, uh, we only have this much money. He's like, okay, I'm going to make a Western set in the modern day. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's essentially the idea behind this movie. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Like Wait. famously, Halloween also was like, we can give you this much money. Can you make a movie? And he was like, sure. Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Do yeah. you want me to skyrocket the horror genre into popularity for the rest of time? Yeah, sure. I can do, do you that. want me to make arguably <laughs> the first American slasher movie? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, Start an entirely new thing. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> what a hero. What a hero. Um, yeah. 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 So let's let's do some more plot. Sure. I'll, I'll give you a slightly longer guy. Um it's it's kind of a couple different plots that just merge into one at about like the thirty minute mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this is a, this is a ninety tight ninety. Yeah, baby. it love is. Love that. Love. Boom! It. Right, right in your face. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so the plots that end up coming together are uh, there's a prison bus that's uh, getting transferred, and along the way, one of the people on the bus is sick, and they stop at precinct. It's actually. Uh, precinct nine and district 13 but the distributor didn't like the titles mm. that john carpenter proposed so they just called it assault on precinct 13 yeah. um hmm. feels like you could have easily changed any of that yeah well the movie was already it. done and people had said uh, where they were multiple yeah, they times talk about <laughs> it a lot okay. because there's okay. a lot of like coordinating yeah. efforts and things um, mm-hmm. sure sure okay so along the way the um the prison bus stops at this place and it's like we need to get this guy a doctor and i need you to like house my people for a few there's only three you know, prisoners while we deal. um yeah and one of them is one of the main characters he's a he's a dude who is like an, a really enigmatic infamous murderer who like turns out to be a pretty chill guy yep um it's sounding kind of like con air on wheels but uh yeah it is a lot like con air in many ways <laughs> yeah. Zach. yeah all right um so that's one of the main storylines. Uh, then another one is uh, Tony Burton is this uh, guy who just became a lieutenant and he's driving around on his first day, oh, yeah. you know, on the beat now as it is a new position. Mm-hmm. And his captain comes over the radio. And he's like, I need you to go to uh, Precinct 9, just, just House 13, whatever. And he's like, but they're closing. Uh, that it place. wasn't that and wasn't Tony Burton. That was Austin. Uh, Austin Stoker. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Tony Burton he's, is the he's prisoner, one of the prisoners. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so he's driving around, and his captain's like, you need to go uh, take over. Like, basically, your first night is going to be an easy one. Uh, I want you to oversee them closing down this station house because the power company's turning off the power in the morning. You just need to be there because someone needs to be mm-hmm. there. Classic setup. Yeah, yep, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> so he gets there, and that's when the prison bus shows up, and he's like, all right, you can do your thing, and... Uh, the s- two secretaries that work there um, also become pretty important characters. Mm-hmm. One of them is arguably the third main character, I would say. Yeah. It's going to be like a hostage kind of sitch, I assume. Mm-hmm. And her, yeah. her yeah. character's name is Lee, uh, and she's named hey. after sci-fi writer Lee Brackett, who wrote Ooh. Rio Bravo. Oh, and, fun. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And she also, um, she was one of the original screenwriters on The Empire Strikes Back, but she um, unfortunately passed away during the filming of it. Uh, oh, um, okay. Anyway, uh, John Carpenter throughout his career has named characters after her. He's That's just a really big fan of her work. Very um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, the, the sheriff in... Um, in Halloween is bracket. Uh, that's it's named after the same person. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the other storyline, uh, the one that kind of o- kicks off the movie is oh, yeah. uh, this gang <laughs> has apparently stolen a bunch of automatic weapons that the police had seized from somewhere. And the movie opens with police officers from this station house just more or less unprompted shooting a bunch just of mowing uh, black and Latino gang members. Yeah. Whoa. Because they were looking for the weapons, ostensibly. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. And that storyline is this gang has now sworn a blood revenge against the police of this station mm-hmm. house. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. And I assume this is some very outdated racist shit, but like they keep talking about, oh, they did a cholo blood pact. Yeah, like, and they kept saying that, and I was like, what does that yikes. mean? I feel like that's not okay to talk about. Like, that's, yeah. yeah. The 70s, I guess. Oof, yeah, not great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the, the long and short of it is this gang now is has decided that they are basically, their lives are forfeit in the pursuit of destroying everyone in this station house, regardless of who it is. Okay. And that's at about the 30-minute mark. They start attacking the precinct, mm-hmm. and that's what the movie's about. But yeah. before we get to yeah, that, Jesus, there's wow, Carp's a, really fucking packs it yeah. in. Yeah, he really does. There's a real great economy in this movie of yeah. storytelling. <laughs> um, one of the opening things is just this kind of like dirtbag guy with his daughter driving around in L.A. and he's trying to like convince this lady that I assume he wants to fuck to like be the new babysitter because he's getting a divorce now. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. and while he's on the payphone talking to this lady. His daughter walks up to this ice cream truck, and she gets an ice cream from the guy, <laughs> and she walks away. And then the gang members, one of whom, do you remember in Escape to New York, the dude with the crazy hair who was, like, the the second-in-command for the Duke of New York? I have not seen Escape from New York. You fucks keep giving me John Carpenter. Oh, movies. yeah. It was, you should watch Escape yeah, from New York. It was our third episode. You've had time to watch mm-hmm. it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't go anywhere anyway. near him because I want this to keep happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you could watch the ones we've already done. Anyway, not I important. Uh, so the guy, that guy is plays a character in this movie, too. He's like one of the okay. head gang members. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And he doesn't talk mm-hmm. at all. No. Um, just creepy and wandering around so he he, sure, he sure. walks up to the ice cream truck and it's it looks like it's an old like mail truck with like it opens on both sides you know oh yeah. yeah and he drags the guy out of the truck and starts to beat him and the little girl comes back to the truck because he she Ugh. was given the wrong ice cream cone oh no mm-hmm. oh. and she she walks up and you just see this is the way the shot is framed as you see it through the doors of the truck and she just holds up an ice cream cone and goes you were supposed to give me a chocolate vanilla twist, and then she just gets shot just, in the oh. fucking oh yeah, just blown just away blown like, by away. this dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess then you, sh- you have to establish evilness mm-hmm. and whatnot. So yeah, it's it's I, it was, I was quite watching shocking this, actually. Yeah. I was watching this movie after Seth, and I this happened, and I texted him, and it was like. <laughs> They just shot the fucking little girl. <laughs> yeah, I think I said like at, at the thirty-minute mark or something, like almost on the dot. I was like, "Hey, Lee, some shit is about to happen." I think. Yeah. <laughs> Pre- mm-hmm. Prepare yourself. Yeah. yeah. So then, the dad sees what comes back and sees that he's dead, and the ice cream truck driver is like gives shows him that he had a gun in his truck. So he goes mm. and he shoots the crazy gang leader, and then like takes refuge in the police station but he's so in shock that he can't explain what's going on and they decide that they have to protect him because that's their job Mm -hmm. wow and that is very convoluted but it's a not terrible way to get another it does kind of weird character in there yeah 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 Yeah. so then the rest of the movie is these gang members who have automatic weapons with silencers just blasting the police station just shooting through all the doors and like Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a real thing. Uh, there's a very good podcast called um, Norco about the there was a bank robbery in I want to say California sometime in the mid 70s, and the 
robbers had a bunch of automatic weapons and the police did not. And this started the like weird military armament of police divisions that mm-hmm. has led to a lot of not great shit nowadays, mm-hmm. but like, well, it kind of yeah. reminds me too of like, uh, I was listening to one of a podcast that we all listen to blank check. Um, mm. I was listening to their episode on the movie heat and they talk about the big shootout oh. scene in that mm-hmm. where it's like a bunch of criminals with yeah. automatic weapons who are just, spraying and a bunch of cops with semi-automatics who are watching eye lines and making sure that this whole movie is like people attacking a police station with reckless abandon Mm -hmm. while the people in the police station are defending themselves but also trying to be aware of protecting the civilians right which For me, in my life now, I feel like I don't think cops do that shit anymore. No, but, but it was a nice no. fantasy at the time. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice fantasy, and considering it's like a remake of a Western with like heroic lawmen mm. in the face of chaos, like yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so. the whole movie is like character after character getting blown away, and eventually the right. end of it is the main police officer, the enigmatic murderer, and the main secretary... Mm. cornered in a basement and they've only got like six bullets left yeah. oh sure and they figure out that they're gonna like shoot out this gas pipe in the basement and shoot a flare at it and basically torch everybody mm-hmm. and that's mm. what they do and it's f- like for a hundred thousand dollars this looks incredible it's very impressive <laughs> yeah um, yeah jesus christ Wow. And then finally the sun comes up and the end of the movie is like the, the secretary and the prisoner had sexual tension and they both realize like, this isn't going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. wow. He, no kidding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he more so than her, like his whole character the whole time is like, he's so too cool for school that like mm. it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the end is the, the cop and the, the prisoner walking out together. And he's like, I'd be honored if you let me walk you out into the, into the daylight. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, wow. it's, yeah. it's a, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's pretty I, good. Yeah. I, I mean, even in the 70s, 100,000 is like it's not much. unfathomable it's for this kind of movie. Not much. Yeah. yeah. It's they've, nothing. It's they've nothing. made it's, way shittier horror movies for like 10 million nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Think about So, like, this is 76, Seth, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this is just because I'm just thinking about this. And for some reason, I remember the budget of this movie. Uh, when we did The Sting, which is like 72. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, it is a lot of costumes, but there aren't a lot of like. It's not an expensive movie in in terms of sets. It's just like rooms. They're just in sure. rooms for the whole movie. There's no location shooting. Yeah. It's all soundstage. They're just in costumes, and that movie was like a four million dollar movie yeah. to make. Yeah, in seventy two. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, and like, granted, there's huge stars in all this stuff, but like, yeah. that's a movie shot on sound stages, in rooms yeah yeah that's the whole movie and they spent four million dollars on this this is a movie shot (laughs) out in the open in la like yeah when like oh we got a permit for this day so let's do it or like probably honestly i bet they didn't have a lot of permits when they made this movie (laughs) i just found some abandoned thing that looked vaguely like a police station yeah i mean it looks like an old mason's uh like mason temple like a masonic hall yeah 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 okay i don't know i didn't look into that but that i believe that like that's what it looks like. Yeah. So uh, if this was uh, 76, and I guess Halloween was, what, 78? So did this kickstart his career? Was this, like, the one? Uh, I think Halloween really kickstarted yeah. it. But okay. this was, like, so this is something I wanted to talk about that we were going to bring up. Um, in the U.S., it was it made, like, basically no impact. Uh-huh. Hmm. Um, but in England, it was hugely successful oh weird okay um i think england had like a much bigger like grindhouse i like culture at the time because their their film industry is much smaller so like by by default a lot of their movies are smaller budget Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but the other thing i read when i was looking up this movie is in england i guess the contemporary critics I guess is it contemporaneous would be the right. Sure. Yeah. The critics at the time <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, were <laughs> were talking about how oh this is clearly a, a send up of American westerns like this is the update oh. of an American western and the idea that I'm seeing thrown around online is people in the U S were too close to that to realize that it was a send up of westerns mm-hmm. and it was okay. a an update on what a western could be in the present. Yeah. Um, 
hugely popular in England. It, it had like a, a real long legacy. Weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I could see too. I don't know if marketing was quite as like absolutely critical back then as it is now, but like, you know, if it, if they spent a hundred thousand dollars on it, they probably weren't throwing a bunch of marketing money behind it either. So like, I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's little to no numbers for how much money this no made. right i don't i, I don't know of any. they probably just like threw it out and mm-hmm. were like mm, good luck mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was it was it was it was at can um con yeah can. yeah and it, it got it got a lot of like really good uh uh word of mouth from that too apparently sure and yeah. like there were film festivals in europe that it actually won awards mm-hmm. at yeah I mean, it it is a zeitgeisty movie. Like I've heard of it for yeah, sure. Of course, and, like it got a fucking they remake in two thousand and five. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, yeah, it, it uh, has impact. It's confusing that I guess in its time it was sort of no. not remarkable. Yeah, but that's but, yeah. kind of the way it goes, right? Yeah. So yeah. the what what I can see, I think the reason why it 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 continued to be successful and 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 it and so the remake's what like two thousand four or something. I know I was okay. Oh, I was in okay. high school. Yeah. Um, but what I think led to the remake was like Mel Gibson of all people did an interview <laughs> in the mid nineties where he was talking about his favorite movies. And he's like, my favorite movies are the movies that like push boundaries and go too far. And he brought this movie up and he's like, they just shoot a little girl. That's, that's, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, yeah, yeah which yeah. for me and Seth, our reaction was like, Whoa, yeah. what the fuck? It's and for Mel him, Gibson's I'm sure reaction it was, was like, yeah, more. Yeah, it's like, yeah, more, more, more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it apparently yeah. led to like a giant surge in video rental business for this movie in the uh, '90s in the U.S. Uh-huh. Like, Whoa, video okay. stores were getting requests like, do you, do "I need to see this movie. Do you wow. have this movie?" And they were like going out of their way to like order them from distributors, and like huh. the rights kept changing hands mm-hmm. and all kinds uh-huh. of shit. Um, Weird, yeah. Okay. But so then the remake comes out, and I haven't watched it. No, me and neither. rarely I. I feel like rarely remakes like improve upon something, but from what I understand, yeah, uh, True Grit, the, the new version of True Grit was much better. It's so much yeah. better, yeah. so much better. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, from what I understand about the remake, the plot update, I think today, I don't know about in two thousand five, but today it's like, oh, that's makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the remake, the plot isn't uh, a street gang attacking a police station. It's corrupt cops attacking a police station where a cop who is trying to expose their corruption is stationed. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, uh, Seth, can you remind me really fast? What are all cops? Oh, all cops are bastards. There it is. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is weirdly poignant for. And like the director times. that <laughs> the director of the remake, I don't even remember his name, and and I don't think he's done much work in the U.S. But he is French, and from what I know about French Ooh. people and their relationship with the police, it makes <laughs> so much sense. Huh. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, he hasn't <laughs> done a whole lot. His name is uh, Jean Francois Richet. Wow. That's I bet strange. he directed a bunch of music videos. Um, mm. I don't know. Uh, Daft Punk, Daft Punk, Daft, Daft Punk. Punk. <laughs> no, I mean, there's there's like a weird thing in the in the '90s and early 2000s where like music video directors from other countries oh. got like tapped to do remakes of movies or like sequels <laughs> to stuff. Yeah. Like, it's weird. That is extremely weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's how Tarsum Singh got started. He was doing REM music videos, and they were like, "Oh, what's your vision?" And he's like, "The Cell." Like, <laughs> yeah, really? And he was right. Which turns out is a great movie. It like, is. Yeah. It, it yeah. rips. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty much his only English language film. So. Huh. Um, okay. Well, you know the guy that directed Amelie directed the fourth Alien movie, Alien Resurrection. Oh. Awesome. They have a similar <laughs> tone. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. <laughs> they have a similar visual, like, like color yeah. palette. Oh, they're saturated in the exact same way. It's weird. Mm. Huh. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, he couldn't speak English, so he had an interpreter giving direction on set, and it was mm. fraught. Yeah. yeah. Everybody that showed up for to act on Alien Resurrection, they were like, "Yeah, this is kind of what I imagined." I guess. <laughs> I know this isn't an episode about Alien Resurrection, but you know how Sigourney Weaver does a behind-the-back three-point shot that she sinks in that movie? Mm -hmm. Like, she sinks a three-pointer without looking, 
what? over the back of her head. Why is there basketball in Alien Resurrection? <laughs> There's a lot of basketball in Alien Resurrection, Zach. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Sounds like we okay. need to rewatch but, Alien Resurrection, uh, or not? She yeah. <laughs> so she trained for months. When she saw that in the script, she just got good at it. And they were like, "Okay, uh, they they set up to where she was about to do it, and like, uh, just uh, do the arm motion. We'll we'll like CGI the ball in yeah, later." She's like, of "Wait, course. I can." And she went, no, I can do it. And they're like, uh, all right, we'll give you five takes. And then we'll, and she was like, okay, deal. And she made it on the first one. <laughs> Somebody was like, you know, in the future, there's going to be this thing called TikTok. You should fucking look into it. This is going to be dope as shit if you could pull this mm-hmm. off. I mean, that's like uh, Michelle years. Michelle Pfeiffer in, uh, in Batman Returns, where she actually mm. became really oh, good whip at whipping. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that video recently. She whipped the heads off of all four things, and the entire crew gave her a fucking standing ovation. Afterwards. Yeah, they almost ruined the take. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was wild. Um, good times. Um, she wasn't even supposed to play that role. Really? She got added like last minute. It was Annette Benning. Oh, interesting. Huh. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see that. Annette, and then Annette Benning, she got pregnant and she had to drop mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hmm. Indeed. So, uh, one of the things I really liked is just, just, how creepy this quote cholo blood feud or whatever (laughs) (laughs) like it was all it was all extremely upsetting because like they they were i mean it it clearly is is inspired by zombie movies because they were like literally crawling up the sides of buildings and he did he did explicitly like Mm -hmm. so it it john carpenter has said it's a loose remake of rio bravo Mm -hmm. um and also, he was heavily inspired by the original Night of the Living mm-hmm. Dead. Um, I was going to say, this, like, survival trapped inside a building thing really feels yeah. like a zombie kind of situation. And, and how, how the the gang members kept appearing and then disappearing, right? Because mm. it's, it's, like, you yeah. really have no idea what the hell is going on. Because they'll just, like, sure. show up, have an assault, and then just everything is gone. Well, and like the structure of all the scenes in between, it's like you'd assume there'd be, oh, something gets like, oh, a a vase just exploded because they're shooting and now the action starts again. It's like, no, it just it just comes in the middle of scenes like someone will get shot. Yeah. Right. And out of nowhere. It's 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 very surprising all the time, which is very fun. I like it. I, I okay question. Is there a scene where there's like a garage door that either gets like like a car or some vehicle goes through it or it gets blown up or something. I feel like there's I may have seen this movie. There. I, I think guess there's, there's a remake there Okay. I Maybe a... Yeah, I say there's scenes with cars because like one of the prisoners, uh, they have a plan where he's going to try to uh, escape through the sewer, get into a car... And then go get help. And drive, drive away to get... And then call the police because one of the things is the radio's out because their power's out. Naturally, yeah. And the phones are down and all this stuff. And it's like on his way to the payphone, he hesitates. And that's when he gets killed. No, like, there's a oh guy in the back of the car. That's right. And he gets shot Ooh. in the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. They, they just have they just have gang members sleeping in all or like lying down in the back seats of all of the cars surrounding the police station. <laughs> just, this is a very big gang. Just, uh, it's yeah. huge. There are hundreds <laughs> of these guys. Wow. And it's okay. like it's considering that so like zombie movie obviously this is they're very their attacks are very zombie movie esque. Yeah, yeah. But also like the idea of it being a modern western is who are the faceless, nameless villains, mindless villains of Western mm-hmm. movies? It's native people. So yeah. This is like, yeah. almost feels like an update on mm-hmm. that, too. And, and the like, gang in this case was Hispanic, I guess he said. No, it so. was... Hispanic? Yeah. Yeah, they were Chol. <laughs> no. They were supposed to be, quote-unquote, no, Chol. I remember them Man, saying... Man, we've been throwing that word around a lot. I'm not I know, sure it feels bad. I feel like we shouldn't be saying <laughs> I don't it. think that's okay. I don't, I don't know the, like, I don't know the actual... Mm-hmm like history and, and, yeah. and weight of that word yeah. so yeah um it's no they, they at the very beginning of the movie when the police are just mowing down they say it's a surprisingly racially diverse gang <laughs> oh you're right you're <laughs> because right. one like one of the murder like one of the main creepy villains is a white dude like a like right a the guy shirt? who shoots the little yeah, girl the guy who oh, is yeah, just yeah. like this this aryan looking motherfucker and then yeah. so the, the, it's it it covers the spectrum there's a lot of people 
Fair. Mm-hmm. And gangs are usually sort of racially not uh, racially homogenous. Right. Say, and and, and I think what's notable about this, and that's why. Not in John Carpenter's America, they're not. Yeah, and I love John Carpenter's America. <laughs> and this is sort of like the death cult aspect of it. They're like like writing uh, stuff in blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all put blood into like a glass vial, and then they they smash it at the door of the police station, and that's when they're like, "Oh shit, these people are not gonna back up." Yeah. yeah, I I I mean, I guess you need heightened stakes in this kind of yeah. scenario. I mean, it's right? like they they have to be like fully out. It's of It's a zombie movie without zombies. Them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, that's uh, cool. I love the icy cold uh, female main character. Oh yeah, uh, the 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 character named Lee. Like she literally mm. in the first attack, she gets shot in the arm, and she oh. just ties a, a tourniquet on it, and she's like, "All right, yeah. <laughs> I guess we're trying. We're gonna try to get yeah, through the, this night the, together." The guy, the guy, like shoots her arm, and then she just she like throat punches him, and then kicks him in the balls. No, oh. <laughs> as he's like walking okay. up to her, and she's just like. Mm. Throat punch. <laughs> oh, that's mm-hmm. that's inconvenient. Yeah. Okay. And every once, yeah, every once in a while, she's like, ah, it's just I can't feel my arm. Oh, like, wow. man, the squib. And it doesn't. It, it's not. Oh, the squibs <laughs> in this movie, Zach. That's a that's a carps thing, right? Though I feel like. Uh, yeah, there's just he usually has some some real blood explosions uh, and heightened that. realism. Yeah, I would say is the is the effect they're going. Yeah, for. The, sure, the, sure. it's just it's just. The, there are just so many bullets that are shot into everything at all times. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that this, I'm not going to go so far as to say this movie has like a realistic depiction of gun violence, but I will go so far as to say it's realistic in the sense that every person who gets hit with a bullet, other than the the character who gets shot in the mm-hmm. arm, every other time that a person gets hit with a bullet, there is a, upsetting amount of damage created yeah. and like <laughs> that in in that sense it is realistic yeah. kind of yeah. true to life mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's also very surprising for the limited budget i feel like uh, like he, you he, would try to sort of minimize that kind of effect nah, man if you're trying you can to make money, but... blood so easy and also yeah. he probably yeah. spent fifty thousand dollars on squibs <laughs> sure <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like they 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 spent twenty thousand on buying random cars. Yep. Mm, uh, yeah, uh, probably uh, maybe five for the twenty days it took to shoot this thing. They made this movie <laughs> in twenty days. <laughs> twenty days. That's five grand a day. Yeah, that's not much. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> fucking Everybody Christ. brought their own lunch every day. Clearly. I assume. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. Um, I, it's fun. it's like it's an exercise on like how to make an independent mm-hmm. film. Sure. It's, yeah. Successfully. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It's 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 accentuating your positives and minimizing your negatives in yeah. the in the form of a movie in the form of a, a really fucking effects heavy action movie. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Um, Lee, anything else cool. you want to talk about? other than just say it i really like it yeah no yeah. <laughs> no it's like this that movie's fucking it's great yeah sure so uh yeah. i guess we'll get to uh ratings yeah i Sounds think good. so so with uh 44,172 votes it, it cult movie yeah. this is one of the or this i feel like this is an early cult film yeah yeah and i mean the 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 remake had 73,000 votes so mm weird okay yeah sure. i mean yeah. so the the remakes rating is a 6.3 the original oh. is a 7.4 i was gonna say yeah well, it's gotta be higher mm-hmm. okay yep 7.4 mm-hmm. yep 7.4 old carps fucking me again yep. yeah all right um <laughs> he I, i'll go mm-hmm. I, I think he did he did fuck you pretty good on i this know one, I but know. <laughs> i know i'm sorry i'm sorry but all right i um, i thought i would have the edge just because you know we often you, do you were being did, more original yeah. did not expect a carps so yeah that's <laughs> yeah there it is there so it is. yeah this is one of the few carpenters i hadn't seen mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it was great <laughs> you know like this is <laughs> sure, sure what a what a great run of movies um from the 70s up through until the 90s mm. eh, some of the stuff in the 90s is good anyway until ghosts um, of mars which was total uh, shit. Ooh, yes. Yeah. He did a movie. He did no, uh, no, a shush. movie. No more talking. 
Mm, okay. Maybe don't. Fair. <laughs> I was just gonna say there's there's other movies from the '90s that we haven't covered, and they have a less stellar. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. Reputation. But, yeah. Um, Why aren't I doing those all the time? Fuck. I mean, because we haven't gotten there yeah, yet, dude. Bud. Okay. Uh, this is the gift that the keeps future. on giving. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. I don't. I mean, it's certainly not my favorite carps, uh, but I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. I think it's really good. Okay. Um, especially considering, mm-hmm. like, yeah, this movie should not be good. It's great. This is a real underdog um, tale. It sounds yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, I liked your movie. Uh, I thought it was fun. I like the bleak ending where the people who should get a bleak ending get a bleak ending. That's always great mm-hmm. shit. That is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned you get a half point bump for Seth's idea. Mm-hmm. So Thank in Christ. that, uh, with that in mind, you're getting a seven and a half. Okay. Entirely fair. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I will also do the OG first. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't think that I like it as much as Lee, um, but it's 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 pretty good. It's it's and it's a tight ninety, which is very surprising actually, because there's a lot of content that they kind of jam in there in ninety minutes. It did seem like it, yeah. Um, it's funny too because it's like there's. There's so much context. There's so many story elements, and none of them feel like yeah. It doesn't feel like rushed. they were shortchanged. Yeah, yeah. Sure. it doesn't feel. They all get developed. Oh, uh, we forgot to mention the the like bereaved father at the end gets taken out uh, on a stretcher because he's in shock and he like mouths thank you at mm-hmm. everyone for uh, like yeah yeah protecting Seems. him. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. Jeez, mm-hmm. which is kind of a nice hero moment. Oh, and the crazy, uh, the 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 really too cool for school villain. His name is Napoleon, and everybody keeps asking him why his name is Napoleon, and he keeps saying, maybe I'll tell you someday when we're a moment away from death. Yeah. And then they never die, so you just no one knows. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's dope. It's so dope. Right when they're the most (laughs) hopeless, uh, he's like, oh, maybe I'll I'll tell you. And then they get out of it, and he just doesn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. It's wonderful. (laughs) It's like, in another world, this is Snake Plissken. Mm -hmm. Like, this could have been... The first Snake Plissken yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's really kind sense. of that archetype. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I'm going to give this 7-6. Uh, uh, okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Zach, uh, you know, we already said all the reasons why, because, you know, stupid olds ruining everything and then... <sighs> Yeah. They do be like that. Yep. Did I tell you my mom, I was talking to my mom <laughs> like a week ago, and she scoffed at me on the idea that my partner and I have been living comfortably on a combined $50,000 yeah, a year. Yeah, right. You did say that. Oh, yeah. Jesus. As, Which was as, me as it overestimating, was, by the yeah. way. In, overestimating. Yeah. Yeah. Inconceivable. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why don't you fucking buy a house? Why are you ruining the economy, Lee? Jesus. <sighs> yeah, it's true. Um, I should just get a vasectomy and just tell her about it. Shouldn't <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> just twist the knife. Oh man. no! I already want one. Like, why not just yeah, do it and be like, no, "Guess what, mom? For sure, let's go get cut together." <laughs> Thanks oh, for all that. Yeah, of course. Not Social Security. We're gonna have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right. So Zach, after we talk about our our wieners some more, um, always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, mine's pretty classically sized, is uh, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah, real tuna can. Not, it's a, it's, uh, it's a real Goldilocks situation. Not too big, not too small. Just getting the job done. Seth <laughs> said tuna can. I'm picturing Lee with a very abnormal wiener and just thinking that it's very normal. Like, that is a reality that I want for you so bad. <laughs> just like the idea that I've never seen like a picture of a penis in the, or, like, in the yeah. history of your life. Yeah, yep. you're just like this is yeah. this is totally normal. This is this fine. is just and what it looks like. like. It looks like. <laughs> um. Anyway. Zach, on that note, you get mm-hmm. uh, seven two. Okay, fair. So it's a close one. It was a close one this week. It I'll was. Say. I. I mean, yeah, it wasn't my best work. Also, it sounded like the real movie was quite a spectacle. So it I, wasn't your best work. It was top tier carps. So you sure. you were really yeah. like, yeah. I love this underdog thing of the student film turns into a very ill-budgeted movie and like he fucking perseveres nonetheless like Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah that's really fun well let me tell you like so his student film is incredibly different from this not even close to to the same kind of idea okay and if anything it's a movie that would have been even harder to make on no money and he Mm. made it for nothing sure and like he 
he had people helping him. Like there are other creative forces for his first mm-hmm. movie, uh, more so than probably any other movie he's ever made. Uh, um, sure. Yeah. But like that movie is also incredibly impressive considering. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Okay. Anyway, everybody who's not Zach, <laughs> go out and watch more John Carpenter movies. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beans. Uh, all right. Well, um, big news breaking news we are starting off a fucking oh nightmare string of movies next week um it's gonna be a real journey yeah yeah uh as lee alluded to earlier uh marielle the absolute queen of this podcast uh is coming on yet again she is i've heard her referred to as our twitter maven she is the twitter maven Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. um she is doing... I've heard her referred to as the hardest working member of the Faking Movies family. <laughs> the only working member. Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe I got that out without slurring. That's impressive. Yep. Uh, she is doing a movie called The Way Way Back. And you will find out why that is funny to us and no one else in subsequent weeks, I think. <laughs> Potentially, if you are in existence and not just us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm speaking to us, I guess, yeah. essentially. It's, yeah. it's sure. a very funny joke. It is. We only do those, so, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. Trust yeah. us. <laughs> Don't. All signs point to no. <laughs> is that the cut? That's it. I think that's the cut. Yeah, that's definitely the cut. <laughs> All right. Not bad. Not bad. Jesus. <laughs>